hello and welcome to the sharp side podcast i'm your host chas parada and joining me the man on the road james bender james where are we driving to right now we are currently driving home from orange county all right all right um week two in the books we got annihilated right <laughs> at least uh, austin got killed <laughs> yeah i i did okay in the morning games and then Sunday and Monday treated me, or sorry, Sunday afternoon and Monday treated me very poorly. Mm, okay. First wishing hour was good. The second, not so much. But there's always another week of football ahead. And the new week brings new winners. That's right. That is right. Um, did you just crash it, crash into a car? No, I thought I cut out. No, you did for that's a little bit, but okay. that's fine. Um, I was fine. I was iffy. Lost a little bit. Probably like the ju- lost on juice and some, but nothing too too crazy. Um, but you know, hit the best bet in thrilling fashion. I was jumping up and down in, yeah, my, yeah. in my living room. Um, Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle and Tua. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. But new week. I uh, also Austin's own too. He's uh, out, <laughs> he's out prancing around in Germany. Um, he's got to get his mind right. He's dodging us. That's all. He's dodging us. He does. He has a best bet, but nothing else. Um, we will reveal his best bet when we get there, which honestly I kind of disagree with, but I'm curious to hear your thoughts on that game. So, but let's get right to it. We are recording this after Thursday night as normally, but we will start out uh, Ravens on the road, lane two and a half. There's some threes out there, um, but those are about plus 100, and the total is at 44. James, talk to us about your best bet. My best bet, I'm going back to the well from week one. I'm laying it with the Ravens on the road. Uh, I like the Ravens minus two and a half here, or three even. Um, I just think they match up well with New England. So you look at last week's game against Miami, and they got out to a crazy start. The offense was clicking. It clicked really all game, really. But you saw at the end of that game, Miami's weapons were just too good, and that Ravens secondary is so depleted right now. So – Jalen Waddell, Tyreek Hill, and the likes ran wild, came all the way back from 21 down and ended up winning outright. Um, but I just don't think the Patriots have that in them. I think Mac Jones is serviceable, probably a little better than Tua, but his weapons are just nowhere near what Miami has. Uh, and if you're going to beat this Ravens team to score points, you're going to have to do it through the air. And I just don't think the Patriots can do that. And then you look at uh, the Ravens offense, and Lamar just looked so good last week. That whole Ravens offense was incredible. Fine-tuned machine. Week one on the road in, in – uh, at the Jets, they coasted to a win as well. I really like what I've seen. I just think that secondary has a lot of concerns. But against a team who doesn't really throw the ball downfield and stretch the field like the Dolphins do, and they're not really as creative either, um, I just don't think they're going to score and be able to keep up with the Ravens. Uh, I think the better play here actually might just be the Ravens team total over. But I'm mean, willing to lay it with the Ravens. Oh, what's that? Disagree? Um. No, I guess I just didn't really think about it in that way. I too like the Ravens because um, in my mind, the way I picture this game going is just pretty slow and methodical. I feel like the Patri- Patriots are going to just run, run the ball into the back of their O line and, you know, punt kind of play field position. I kind of see like a little bit, not as flashy and high flying as last week, but then again, I think there is a, there is a, a world where, you know, Bill Belichick doesn't, use his magical powers and 
we just see like the Ravens win 44 to seven or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, I hope that's what it's like. That would make life a lot easier, uh, <laughs> but I do feel pretty strongly about this. I just think the Ravens are better. And if you get a two and a half, I really like it. Three, I still like it a pretty fair amount. A lighter card for me this week, but this is my favorite play by a pretty fair market. All right. Um, yeah, like I said, I like the Ravens for much of the same reasons as you. Um, here's here's a question. Um, do the Ravens have a coaching edge in this game? That's tough. I mean, you've seen what Belichick has been without Brady. Um, they were okay last year, but this year, the start of the year, haven't really seen anything that impressive. I, honestly, it's impossible to say yes, but I don't think they have, they're at a disadvantage. I, it's, you can't really even. say you want. Yeah, it's, I think it's kind of a wash. Like, Harbaugh, especially early in the year, is pretty elite. I think I'm ready. To, I think I'm – Special teams advantage for sure. I'm going to say something dumb. Oh, here we go. Let it out. I'm, I'm just kind of ready to give up on the uh, elite Belichick thing. I, it's it just doesn't factor in for me anymore. No, it's, I agree. It's clear he has either way too many cooks in the kitchen on offense or just no direction whatsoever. Well, and just, just don't have that many weapons either. And the defense, defense is, is still fine. Oh, it's, I think the defense is going to be like pretty solid, but yeah. it's there's still a lack of talent there that's concerning. But it's like he's never uh, been good at drafting though. He's just been good at like picking yeah. guys who fit the system. If he had and like any decent GM, it's. I don't think he'd ever lose, but, yeah. and now the one thing that he's, he's always been good at is like signing like the random, you know, the LeGarrette Blunt to shore up the running back room and, you know, be an impact player who, who's like the outside linebacker who had like legal trouble or something. He just turned into like an all pro, <laughs> like he, and then he like, goes somewhere else and he's like a, a guy on the sidelines. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just nothing. So I don't know. It's, that's a sacrilegious thing to say because he's the greatest coach ever. But I just, I think that, especially in the NFL, where you know you need to grind out those like edges so 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 much, and then when you, you know, when you're at a talent disadvantage, what you know, like your skill talent can't make those extra plays for you. It's, I don't know, it kind of brings me pause a little bit. So, yeah. Well, the only thing I'd say is he's still more old school in the fact that he's not so analytically driven. Oh, totally. Like, you see Harbaugh go for these fourth and threes from the opponent's 40. I mean, you're going to see Belichick and his teams punt that and make the team go 90 yards. See, It's not I, like the new, new age of football. I, I will say I think that he's, like, oh, pretty smart to do that because he doesn't have, the, the like, the kind of team to where it's worth – like, he doesn't have guys just going to make plays like that. Yeah, that's true. And so, like, play field positions, just, like, see – be confident that you can game plan and scheme up like a way to kind of control and, you know, when, when your game's 20 to 10, 20 to 13, or like what was the score last, last week, 17, 14. Yeah. But that was also the Steelers too. I mean, the Steelers are content to play that way too. Yeah. That's that's a good point. So Ravens minus two and a half best bet for James. Um, We are going to move to my best bet real quick. And that is the Los Angeles Rams on the road at SoFi East. Is that fair to say? Don't the Rams own the Cardinals? They do own the Cardinals. In Glendale. So I don't have the stat pulled up right now, but if I were on my, my computer, I would spit the number out really fast. So, it's a lot of wins and not very many losses yeah. in the McVay era. Rams lane three and a half, total 48 and a half. I, just, I see complete and utter domination by the Rams in this game per usual. 
Um, Tyler Higby props, bet those. Uh, the Cardinals have no identity, and I think that this is a great time to sell high on just a complete luck box performance last week. I still don't really know how they won that game, but hey, good for Kyler. He was, I, I got him on a fantasy team, so I was kind of happy about that. But I think that the last two weeks we have seen a like a disheveled Rams team to the point where I think it's a little bit of a wake-up call. I mean, there was a there was a point in that game on Sunday where the Falcons had the opportunity to beat them. And we the defending Super Bowl champions are starting 0-2. And I think that was a perfect little wake-up call. You know, it's not the same as getting trucked by Jot, like, you know, the potential MVP and the Super Bowl favorite at this moment in time. Now getting scared like that versus a team that could potentially have the number one overall pick. I think that's a little bit of a different story. I think we see a fiery, fiery uh, Rams performance, especially against a division rival. And who knows, maybe the Arizona smelling their shit a little bit. So Rams minus three and a half. It's also, it's, I think their Cardinals just aren't a very talented team and the Rams are so much more talented. So I, it's, I think there's a little motivational edge and a huge talent edge and a, Big, big coaching edge. So give me the Rams, three and a half. James, what do you think? You know, you kind of talked me on to it. Um, first of all, I want to start with this. Fuck the Raiders. I mean, <laughs> I bet minus three and a half. I'm counting my money at halftime. 23 nothing. I'm like, this game's over. And all of a sudden, they want to sit on the ball in the second half. You've been moving the ball like a train down the field in the first half. And then they just they shut it down. They, they blow a 23-point lead. Um, I mean – I'm, I'm not afraid to get back on the horse here and fade the Cardinals again. They're taking some money this week, but uh, I mean, for three out of four halves this year, they have looked like the worst team in the NFL. I'm not going to let like the Raiders doing the Raiders really fool me here. I don't think the Cardinals are good yet. I still think they have a lot of injuries on defense. The Rams can expose that. Um, and like you said, total coaching mismatch here. And the Rams last week were a block punt away from covering that game. At the very end, it got tight, but I mean, they, they dominated the Falcons from the majority of that game. And I think that was kind of a, a sign of what's to come for the Rams. I think they get right here. Yeah, it's I that's a good point too. I think we're it was a little bit of a misleading box score last week. And yeah, I, I had the Rams too. That pissed me off. I was very angry. Yeah, that, that was part of that bad afternoon say when that punt got blocked and like the the Cardinals backdoored from left field. I mean, that was just like, oh my God. Yeah. <sighs> Not fun, but nah. they'll, give it, you learn. they'll give it back to us this week. I ain't worried. Yeah. Uh, my best bet, Rams, minus three and a half. So moving to Seattle, and this is Austin's best bet. Um, he gave no reasoning about it. I <laughs> believe he was just hammered and sleep-deprived in Munich, um, Berlin maybe. I don't know in Germany where exactly he is, but he's there. But – the Seahawks are a pick hosting the Falcons. Um, totals at 42. I, I want to bet the Seahawks, but just, I don't know. It's the Falcons have been a weirdly impressive team without like getting Kyle Pitts going or anything. Um, and I think, but I, that being said, I think the Seahawks defense is like really, really impressed me. They really stifled the Niners. Um, especially, I think it, it was subtly impressive to see them respond to a quarterback change. I mean, there's no way they were really preparing for Jimmy G and 
I mean, not that like they shut down the Niners offense, but I mean, they did a pretty decent job. I'm sure some of that's familiarity, just playing him probably what six, seven times the past three, four years. So, but I, I do think that's a testament to the talent on the team. And I think that they are, you know, they're a hungry dog. And I mean, maybe not in this case, but um, these are the kind of, I mean, what I, (laughs) I saw a tweet that said, uh, Pete Carroll um, told the team that the uh, the benchmark was like the 84 Dolphins or whatever. Was that the year they went undefeated? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So benchmark. Yeah. That's, that's step one. Step one. But I think AJ Terrell, I'm going to check injury reports real quick, but I believe I saw him got banged up and he left in the middle of that game. Um, and that is a big issue if you have to guard DK and, um, Tyler Lockett and you know, Gino's been pretty solid, especially against the Broncos in that game. Um, can you talk me off of this? I don't really want it. I don't... Yeah. Uh, I mean, if it wasn't Austin's best bet, I would like it probably a little more. <laughs> <laughs> if it were plus money on the money line, I would probably bet the Falcons. I just think Seattle was a total luck box week one outside that first scripted drive. And it looked pretty good the first half on offense, but I mean, the last three halves since that, I mean, the second half of the, the Broncos game, what they have one, two first downs last week, this were a touchdown. I mean, they've been terrible on offense, really. The defenses look pretty good. Still gave up a ton of yards to the Broncos in the second half. Two goal line fumbles by the Broncos. Uh, I think they've been pretty fortunate in that week one win. I think the Falcons have a higher ceiling. I think Mariota on his best day is better than Geno. And yeah, like the Falcons' weapons suck on offense, but. They've been playing hard. They probably should have beat the Saints week one. They were on the flip side of that coin. Well, Seattle got lucky. They were unlucky. Um, and last week they were, I mean, they were in it until the very end. Like, I like what I've seen from Atlanta. I don't know why they refuse to get Pitts involved. I saw a crazy stat. I think he's like, in PPR leagues, he's like tight end 35 right now. And they're yeah. 32 to the NFL. Something ridiculous. I mean, if they ever want to get him involved, this offense could probably take another step. But uh, for the time being, I like, I like, Atlanta ceiling a little more, and I think they probably are a little better. And if you could get some plus money on the money line, I wouldn't hate it. And round robin especially. Is this the entry point for Kyle Pitts props? I mean, it couldn't it couldn't get any lower. The so, problem is he's like he's like not even going out for routes though. I mean, he's just like standing in there blocking. Yeah, but now that this, you now the media is why? I mean, yeah, rightfully so. It's like they were asking Arthur Smith questions about it. Uh, if you had to guess his um, over/under for receiving yards, would you say, or what would you make a fair price? What would you make a fair price? I mean, I'm sure your connection's really bad. Uh, I mean, I, how many yards does he have? Damn it! How many yards does he have in the first two weeks? Don't know. I'll look right now. Yeah, well, that I don't know. I mean, I feel like if you put it around fifty, that's fair. I it's mean, for, it's forty-nine and a half. Oh, okay. So that was a pretty good guess. Little, yeah, it was. A little juice to the over. 38 on the season. All right. Um, yeah, that's a fair number. I mean, I, I don't think I'm going to penetrate that market. Yeah. But heavily juiced over at three and a half. Um, I think I'd rather go yards than catches. That's definitely. I mean, he's an explosive guy. He could beat a linebacker down the field. He's a, he's a, he's a, a mismatch nightmare, but they refuse to use him. I will say eight catches, 15 to one. 15 and a half to one. Hmm. Interesting. There, there are worse bets out there. There are worse bets out there. Um, if they just decide, screw it. We're just going to throw it up to him every day. See, but 
my only issue with that is Drake London's really good and Seattle or the Seattle secondary is pretty solid. Yeah, they've looked good. And they're finally using Jamal Adams in the right way. Like they're he's been like been playing like pseudo linebacker. Yeah, but he's out for the year now. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Yeah. That happened the first game. Yeah, he uh, tore his quad, I think. Quad yeah. injury. Mm, that's rough. Um that's things. He's not very good, but he's good at the uh, thing he does, which is hit people really, really hard. So yeah, he doesn't like catching the ball when it's thrown to him. Mm-mm. Not <laughs> a bit. Um, really quick team totals, 20 and a half for both teams. Thoughts? Uh, if I had to play one of them, I'd play Atlanta's over. I think Seattle is more set in stone on what they're going to want to do. And that's like run the ball. And I mean, they have some big plays with the receivers they have, but you know what you're getting with Gino. I think Mariota can be special some days, but his worst days are pretty bad too. So yeah, take a uh, chance I, here on the Falcons. Yeah, I, I'm with that. I, also, it's there. There was something aesthetically pleasing about the Falcons' offense. I will say um, against the Rams, where like Mariota was like running in space a lot, and like I don't yeah. know. So you you talked me off of it. So no bet for me there. Good. Austin's yeah. Austin's best bet: the Falcons at a pick. Um, Sunday morning, the Buffalo Bills are lane five at the Miami Dolphins. Um, Dolphins a two to one dog. Total fifty two and a half. Your thoughts? It's probably Buffalo or nothing for me. Uh, I mean, I don't know how you can get in front of the Buffalo train right now. Uh, it, it's just I made the mistake last week. I I did too. I thought like Rabel underdog like. Titans looked really bad last week. Maybe I could like take a chance here and get a good number. Uh, the number was short. I mean, the Bills are just different right now. They've owned the Dolphins in this rivalry. Uh, I mean, it's obviously a new coach, a new regime down in Miami, but I think the Bills have won like last five or six, and they have put up a number every time they played the Dolphins. I mean, it's been like 35, 40 points consistently. So I guess if I had anything here, maybe Bills team total over, but I'm sure that's lofty. That would be probably like 29 and a half honestly that's how i play it 28 and a half over low juiced if you get plus money like 29 and a half i mean there's not really any key numbers between 29 and 30 so yeah something like that 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 would be my only play the dolphins look really good too so i'm excited to watch this one this is a really good game um should we is there anything to be learned about the Dolphins Patriots game of how the Ravens are going to play next, uh, this Sunday. Mm, you're saying Dolphins Patriots week one. Yeah. Or is that just two completely different games? I think it's two completely different games. If you think about it though, the Dolphins defense really has not been that good. There was a crazy stat week one where the Pats got the ball past midfield. I think every drive, but one or two, but it's just like a lot of turnover on downs and punts from midfield. They've been giving games. up a ton of yards, and they gave up a billion yards last Whoa, week to Baltimore. You are right. I mean, it's a very tiny, tiny sample size, but yeah, of two, course. But through two games, twenty uh, sixth in defensive DVOA. Yeah, I kind of like the Bills team total over. I you you might be onto something. Um, yeah, thing, I like that. I mean, they've played crappers, shitters, but yeah. Bill, Bills number one defense through two games. Actually, I yeah, say that back. they played the, the Rams, the Rams. And the Titans, but the Titans have looked okay, really bad. I will say the Rams offense is they're they're suffering from a hangover right now. They are, and 
Stafford is Stafford. I can't believe he won a Super Bowl. Good for him, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> he, I mean, he deserved it after all he, all he put up with in Detroit. Okay, Kirk Cousins could be that if he was aggressive. Dude, okay. fu- I mean, and, Kirk and Cousins he- <laughs> on my shit list, too. After that I Monday know. night game, I mean, I dude, are you kidding me? Kirk Cousins also would also need to be like way more aggressive and needs to if the game started at like 10 20 yards Western West Coast time on a Sunday, I'd love my chances with him, man. Well, but then you're just talking about Justin Herbert. <laughs> That's true. He's a super dude's a superhero at uh, the 1 p.m. cakes on the eastern. On the oh, eastern he, I mean, zone. he's a god. <laughs> he's a god. And then you take him out of that, and it's like, oh god, what do I do now? Okay. Um I don't really have many thoughts here. Uh, it's actually, what are Josh Allen's uh, touchdown passes over? Oh, God, I couldn't even begin to imagine. I'm sure I've, it's probably three, and it's not plus money. Probably okay, about well, this is over one and a half, minus 218, so that's <laughs> borderline unbettable. Yeah. Plus 131 over two and a half. Thoughts? Oh, I mean, I like that. I think that's. I, my, I think it goes along with the team total. Yeah, I, I mean, think. I think I'd rather bet that than the team total. Yeah, it's. it's I can MV, see that. It's the MVP season. They're just trying to juice his numbers. Yeah. I'm, I'm. I'm adding that. Yeah, I don't hate that. I just think the Bills score. I just, and Gabe Davis is playing this week. Oh yeah. Oh man. They didn't even have them last week, and they put up 41. Yeah. <laughs> They're on, ridiculous. On, on a really good defense. And they put up 31 week one, and they had they turned the ball over four times. I didn't. I mean, oh, my God. Jeez. This team is wagging. <laughs> they're, they're still finding a way to lose this year. Oh, my God. Of course. But, I mean, this is what they're doing right now is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Bill's team total is my play here. Okay. Um, Tua is over one and a half minus 113. Stay away. Uh, okay, you know what? Yeah, I don't know. Bill's D-line has been too good, and I still need to see a little bit more from the Dolphins' O-line because I think their Ravens are inept up front as their roster currently stands. So I'm, I'm staying away from that. I th- it's Bills or nothing for me, but Josh Allen over two and a half touchdowns plus 131. I think th- I think that is a move. Yeah. Agreed. All righty. Um, Bengals at the Jets. Bengals lane six. Um, sorry, uh, Jets two to one on the money line, and the total is forty-five. You got anything here? Oh yeah, I I do. I actually have one of my likes this game. I think you like uh, the Bengals as well. I, I like the Bengals full game, but my official like here is the Bengals minus three first half. Uh, and I I just think this is all about the spot, really. I mean, we're buying really low on the Bengals. You're selling incredibly high on the Jets too. I mean, the Jets were uh, like not even not only fortunate to cover that game. I don't think but you're selling high on the Jets. Dude, I mean, well, they're maybe six not point dogs at home. It's but it opened four. I but like it's just the situation, I guess. I mean, that was a miracle win. If Nick Chubb goes down, that game is 24-17 final, and it's a it's a wrap. Browns win. Browns would be three and zero after tonight. The Jets probably looking for the first win next week. But now you get a win as a big dog in a game you probably didn't deserve to win. Now you're getting like is Flacco elite talks, and meanwhile <laughs> you got the Bengals who are 0 2 and their O line looks decrepit, and they just lost to a backup quarterback in Dallas. I think the Bengals are 
this is the spot if they're going to get right. And I think they come out hot in the first half and motivated. I have some concerns about that O-line in Burrow. Uh, I mean, he's not looked good so far, but you've seen the Jets kind of fall behind in both these games early. Last week, they trailed the entire game in Cleveland, and then they had a miracle in the last two minutes. Week one, they were down 24th restart in the fourth quarter. I think they were down seven and a half against uh, the Ravens. So I think the Bengals get up early here. Maybe the Jets climb in the back door. That's my concern. They've looked pretty good in these fourth quarters, but uh, I'm eliminating that by just taking the Bengals first half. Yeah. Um, fully on board. I, we kind of came to this conclusion about 20 minutes ago, 25 yeah. minutes ago. So uh, I just co-sign everything you're saying. And on top of that, I just kind of like what, you know, what Jamar Chase is saying. He's talking about how um, in the public, which I don't know if it's super smart, but they're saying like, we didn't think we'd be seeing so much cover two this early on. And, you know, we just have to adjust. So it sounds like they know what um, they're going up against. Uh, I think there's, it's kind of a theme league wide where, you know, scoring has been way down compared yeah. to last year. Um, last couple of years. And the Jets secondary is like mid, like they're fine. Well, and, and the other thing is too, what makes me like this a little more is the Jets pass rushers are not that good. I mean, week one, the Bengals went up against TJ Watt and an elite Steelers pass rush. Last week, they saw Micah Parsons. I mean, the Jets have nothing that will come close to that. So Burrow should have more time to pass and a little more comfortability in the pocket. Yeah, totally. That's that was that's the best point. Um, it ooh, Bengals team total. Uh, don't talk mm. me to now. I got to look at Burrow touchdowns. Um, He's got to get right at some point. Yeah. It, um, over one and a half minus one sixty seven. Let's take a peek at two and a half. I wish I could get a two. Like two's a push. Two flat. Oh, uh, you probably can the prop builder. I don't know. Two. Over two and a half is plus one ninety seven. I don't really like that. No, not worth it. Just play Bengals team total over Bengals first half. Bengals in some way. I think Bengals, Bengals, first, Survivor. Bengals first half is the way to go or um, Bengals first half team total. Mm, yeah, either of those. Which I like it. Um, half 45, 22, 22 minus three. Would that it's be probably, like 14? Probably juice a little bit. 14 and a half? No, minus I bet 110? you under 14. Probably under 14. Really? 13 and a half? What do you think? Their, their team total for the game is 22, 24? It's 24 minus 140. Um, probably 13 and a half juiced over. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, moving on. Saints, Panthers, Saints lane two and a half. Um, Panthers plus 125 on the money line. Total 41. <sighs> the Panthers are bad. Yeah. It, that being said, like, I need a clean bill of health from Kamara. Um, Jameis is a mess. I like it's he's has back fractures he messed up his ankle i i don't there's just too much uncertainty i can't bet this game um because if fully healthy i think they absolutely stomp this team just because they do it seemingly every year um so i like i can't put panthers in a teaser i i don't know i don't know talk me through it what do you what do you think uh i'll make this one really easy i don't have hardly anything the Saints on paper should be probably bigger favorites than two and a half juiced or three about even. 
but I just don't trust him right now. James looked pretty bad last week. He was really banged up. Like you said, Kamara's been hurt. Too many unknowns in this game. I know the Panthers are bad, but I don't know if I'm ready to trust the Saints laying points on the road. Yeah, I see. That's kind of where I'm at, too. It's, you know, it's a short, it's under three, but in a low totaled game, I just kind of feels like those, you know, that two, that two in the hook might be a little important. So it's kind of keeping me away yeah, there. Um, definitely. Yeah, it's nothing for me there. Let's move on. Lions plus yeah. five and a half at the Vikings. Total is 52 and a half. Can I get a. So like ranking the teams one through, was it 32? 32. Uh, rank, mm-hmm. the, rank the Vikings. Where, where do they stand? In my mind, I got them probably 10, 10 to 12. Okay, I was going to say 13. Okay, yeah. I think cuff. that's about right. Yeah. Um, now, rank the Lions for me. Oh, man, that's tough. I'd say like 24. Okay, I was no, going to say. I'll higher than that. I was going to say 17. Wow. You're high on them. <laughs> this roster's You're good. This roster, this roster is good. And I think, so I bet Lions plus six. I think that that six is so disrespectful, especially off a short week. It's, this is still a coach who really hasn't shown me a whole, a whole lot. Um, and it's, that being said, it's Kirk, the superhero at 10 a.m. So should, should I just bet it over? I kind of like the Vikings defense. So, like, I don't really want to do that. Jared Goff, is, Goff has been really good. The Lions are one of, like, eight or nine teams who I trust to move the ball in any, like, at, at some point in the game. Do you, know that, do you know what I mean? No, I totally agree. Totally agree. So they're, they're fun to watch. And, you know, there's, like, talent on the defense where, like, Akuda has been playing pretty well, although I think he might have gotten hurt last week. I'll check real quick. Um, um, let's see, let's see, let's see. It seems like he's playing. No, no real injury news. Here's the headline. Jeff Okuda isn't just back, but he's playing better than ever too. So there you go. Um, I just, I think this team is now, you know, this isn't a Super Bowl team. I don't think Jared Goff is, you know, taking this team to the promised land, but he's been, he's been pretty dang solid. DeAndre Swift was a full participant today, I believe or he's at least back in practice today. Um, only one concern is Aiden Hutchinson's not practice, but it's sounded like he had like a bad, pretty bad bruise. I would imagine that he plays on Sunday. Um, also, if, if you can find a five to one for defensive rookie of the year, um, I found one today. I would bet that he had three sacks last week and he's playing another bad um, offensive line this week. So I, I don't know. It's, did I sway you at all? I know you kind of like the Vikings for the spot, right? I told you before the show intuitively, I should like the Vikings and like, I really want to bet them, but I've seen this game too many times the last couple of years, the Vikings links. I swear it's always six at home against the lions. And for some reason, the lions are just pesky. It should never be there. It's a 10 a.m. game. Kirk has superpowers and they're always close in the end of that game. And last year, one of my best bets was uh, the Vikings minus seven at Detroit when Detroit caught their first win. For some reason, they just get up for this game, man. Like, the spot's not really that great for him. Is it, is it is it a bad spot? I think it's just it's nothing. There is no spot. Uh, you might be right. I, I mean, if anything, it's it, it was like off the, a short week. Yeah, I mean, they just got absolutely pummeled though. So like you you would think like lines look really good, covered at home, 
this number came out probably a little shorter than it should or maybe on the look ahead. But, I mean, maybe the Lions are actually that good, dude. I mean, you saw week one, like, they were down, what, 21 against the Eagles, and they came back and backdoored that game too. And I think the Eagles probably have better defense than the Vikings. I would agree. I mean, they're just a pesky team. It's like it's I don't like good points. Yes, I don't like laying points against them. And honestly, I'll probably just stay away here. I'm, maybe I bet an over. I'm sure there'll be points in this game. It's, I, I, genuinely, I think that if you don't, if you're thinking that, you know what, I, I don't want to get too involved, but you know, maybe take a half bet and put it on money line. It's, I think that the, okay. I think there's a world where it's just the market is so far behind on what the lines actually are. And, and it's crazy to say that because they're the hard knocks team, oh, very totally. public team. But I mean, they were just so bad last year. I mean, good against the spread, but just bad on the, like on the field. That maybe you know, I guess it fully hasn't ca- caught up. And I I know sh- a small sample size. I'm aware, but so far defensively 17th, offensively eighth wow. in DVOA, and special teams third. Huh. <laughs> and it's. According to them, they got unlucky week one that they were estimated wins at 1.5. So I don't know. It's I did talk myself into a money line bet just now. So I, I imagine I will get, get on that. Um, team total is at 23. Thoughts? The Lions? Yeah. I'd almost play plus five. Okay. Over, over 23 and a half. I, I, if they're scoring 24 points, then they're going to cover. I mean, there, there's That's no true. way they're. I wouldn't say there's no way, but I don't think they give up 38. Yeah. Something like I can that. see that. I can see that. Um, yeah. All right. Moving on to the Chiefs at the Colts. Um, what I like? I like a player prop. Do you have anything on the side here? Oh, you do? Yeah. Uh, this was one of my likes, I believe. Um, but it's, it's a weaker like. Uh, so I don't know if you read off the spread or the total, but. I believe it's let, sitting at five me, and a half right now. Yeah, let me get you real quick. Uh, Colts are a five and a half point home dog, two to one on the money line. Total is at 50 and a half. Go ahead. If you got a six, I would like the Colts a pretty fair amount. I missed the boat on sevens. Those lasted very briefly on Monday, but uh, you are buying the Colts at their lowest point, hopefully all season. Uh, week one, we've I've talked about the trend. I think they're one, 14 to one the last tw- or 14, 16, whatever it is, opening days. And they've lost in Jacksonville nine years in a row now. So those are just two given spots. Last last week, they didn't have Pittman. Sure, they scored zero points and looked just otherworldly bad. But you would think first home game of the year, basically a must win already at this point in the year, or at least look good. Uh, backs against the wall game. I think five and a half, six, just too many. For the year, the Colts were this preseason favorites in the AFC South. Sure, they've looked bad. But week one, the box score is still crazy. Like, they should have won that game. Probably pretty unlucky to tie. Last week just dominated. There's nothing more you could say to that. But Chiefs, we know they're a wrecking ball. Um, but Indy getting six points at home is a lot. And, yeah, Matt Ryan's on the back, back of his career. But when he gets Pittman back, we saw like that was a really good connection week one. I think that offense can do enough to stay within a touchdown. And, honestly, I think they're pretty live in this game. What concerns me here is Kansas City having a little extra rest. But I did see Travis Kelsey see at the Eagles game Monday night. So I don't think they've been fully <laughs> scheming and practicing for 10 days in a row, whatever it would be. But I think five and a half, six is just too many here. If this was three and a half, four, probably staying away. But if you get that sixth, I think that the Colts are worth a shot here. 
All right. Um, okay, so I, in more more of like an effort to kind of not fade you here, I guess, um, I'm betting Mahomes over two and a half touchdowns, plus 106. It is, and the crux of it is just that it's a Gus Bradley defense, and we have seen Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes absolutely flame, you know, the cover three Gus Bradley defense for, what, like the last four years, and now they get to do it again. And I'm sure the Colts have a little bit better for secondary, I'm aware. Um, but I, I, it doesn't really feel like Mahomes slowed down much. And with extra rest and even more time to kind of scheme up, you know, new ways to get Juju the ball and more familiarity, more practice time. I think they're going to absolutely cook the Colts defense, especially with how banged up they've been. It's looking like they're getting guys back. Um, still probably no Yannick Ngakwe. He did not practice today, but DeForest Buckner was a full participant. Um, Julian Blackman, full participant. Shaq Leonard, I just doubt he's going to play, but he was a full participant. And the Chiefs are healthy outside of kicker. So I, I think Mahomes' three touchdown passes is, is, is it unfair or is it fair to say I think it's, there's a 50% probability that happens? And yeah. It's, and it's not priced like that. So I get, give it to me. I, I need it. I need it. And that's how I'm attacking this. Fair enough. Any, all right. Anything else? No, that's about it. All right. Moving on to who's next? The Raiders uh, on the road to take on the Titans. Titans getting two and a half points plus one weight on the money line. Total is at 45 and a half. Um, I really wanted to like the Titans, but I put them in the T's. That's about as far as I'm going. Um, I don't. I just kind of thought that the line's too big and the Raiders aren't very good, but it kind of feels like I'm, you know, what is it? The, uh, what is it? Short-term bias. What is the thing? I don't know why I can think of this word. Short-term bias. Whatever it is. I'm living in the moment a little too much where I, the Raiders are actually a little bit better than what they've shown. Um, oh. Just because of the talent of the team, but you know, collapsing against the Cardinals and who they even play week one. Uh, they played. Uh, oh, the Chargers on the road. Oh, duh. Um, and you know that wasn't. They didn't exactly light the world on fire there either. Uh, but I guess it's just lead the Titans. I don't, I'm not sure they are almost a touchdown worse than the Raiders on a neutral. Um, or not a neutral, I guess. What would that be? Oh, I guess uh, two and a half, and a half four. Yeah. yeah. So, oh no. I, if this was Titans plus eight and a half at Vegas, would you lay it? Or would like would you take the eight and a half? Oh my God. Without thinking. I mean, these are two teams that love to play possession games, Raiders yeah. especially. Uh, I mean, the Titans, I think you just throw that game away from last week, but. They're usually in really close games. So uh, I'm with you. I, it'd be Titans for nothing if I had to play it. I'm not in a hurry to play either one of these teams after what I saw from both of them last week. But uh, Titans in a tease, making that, getting that up to eight and get, uh, getting seven in there just feels right. Uh, if you can find another leg, I think the Titans are probably the best use of leg of the week. 
Here's a, a really stupid um, player prop that just kind of popped in my mind. Uh, Dylan Carlson over points. Just kind of feel like Titans are super good up front. And if, you know, get a couple stops, I just don't think their defense is quite good enough to like, you know, keep them out of the green zone, I guess, or the, you know, past the 40. Yeah. I just think Dylan Carlson might get a good amount of kicking opportunities, especially, you know, kind of by the goal line. Um, honestly, I probably will forget to bet that, but it's fun. Um, we ready to move on. I got nothing yeah. else there. Okay. That, that Eagles, Eagles at the commanders, commanders plus six and a half, uh, plus two thirty-five on the money line. Total is at 47. Eagles off a big, big win Monday night. Um, Jalen Hurts is getting MVP talk. But I got to say, this total feels small. What is I, it? One more time. 47. Oh, boy. This yeah. is, yeah, this, this is a bet for me. Um, I was going to actually, funny enough, before you say that and like say why you like the over, I was going to say uh, if the Eagles jump out to a lead, I would live bet the over. Without oh, totally. like knowing what the total was, because totally. we we've seen the Eagles week one jump out to a gigantic lead on the Lions, and they I wouldn't want to say like squandered the lead, but they gave up a ton of points late. Then last week we saw the Commanders fall behind the Lions, and that that game just got bonkers. I think they ended up being like sixty something points scored. Is Commanders scored twenty two in the second half. I mean, for a total this low, you would think, especially when both teams have profiled to have higher scoring point games. Commander's defense has been really bad so far, too. Really bad. Like, on, I think the on, Eagles score on, points. Okay, so there's supposed to be thunderstorms. I think that's what's pushing this a little bit. 12-mile-an-hour uh, winds. That's nothing. Uh, not, I mean, unless there's, like, major rain. Thunderstorms don't scare it's, me. It's not that bad. Um, dude, This the Eagles were running hurry-up with, like, six minutes left against the Vikings. I know. I like this, it. I, this is way too low. This should be. 50. I got to get some money back too on the Eagles over after last week. I mean, they put up like 520 yards of offense, and that game didn't go over the total. Yeah, and I mean, I got to get. I got to get some money back. They're facing more aggressive Kirk Cousins. Yeah, and Carson Wentz is the perfect guy for an over because he will make some elite passes, and then he will get the ball again next series, and he will make one of the worst passes you've ever seen that goes for six the other way. <laughs> Yes, yeah. he's the perfect for an over. This, this might be my favorite bet of the of the weekend. It's getting there for me too. I how did I notice this? That's crazy. Yeah, this is this is it. This is the nuts. Um, Eagles over forty seven. This is. I'm a fan. I am a fan. Yeah. Do you have anything else here? Do you any strong feelings on the side? No, I'm not in a hurry to lay it with the Eagles, but I think that'd be the only way I look here. Uh, the Commanders looked really bad. But, I mean, the Eagles are really expensive right now with the way they've played, especially after Monday. But I just think they're the better team here. Anything under seven, I look that way. Honestly, just bet the Eagles team total or the over. Either way, just I think there's going to be points here. Eagles will move the ball, and commanders will probably do something too. Yeah, uh, I agree. Texans at Chicago. I can't believe I'm saying this, but the Bears are laying points. Minus two and a half. <laughs> Total's at 40. <laughs> Um, the bears, I'm really quick. Justin Fields has attempted less than 40 passes. Oh, way lower. Um, trying to pull this up. He is 15 for 28. 
Oh my In two God. games. <laughs> That's crazy. All right. Well, well, with all that being said, and I somehow like is one of my likes. And somehow he has he has okay. Uh, he has less completions than points scored for the Bears have points scored. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay, yeah, I like the Texans. Um, I'm just betting them to win. I don't care about the points. Plus exactly. 125. Um, yeah. It's – I don't – because the Texans have a very good secondary, so I don't expect that to – you know. Now, the issue becomes, can the Texans stop the run? Like, are the Bears going to just be able to run the ball on them? They, they still – the Bears still have a really bad O-line. Um, I hmm. – it's the Lovey Smith revenge game. Oh, it is. Stop it there. Andy Texas Dick. money line. And on top of all that, he needs some revenge on the state of Illinois, too. And he's, oh he's, my God. he's back home. Double revenge he's game. back home. Okay. Lovey uh, don't lose in his home grounds. <laughs> no, sir. No, sir. I, I don't want to talk about that game. Jags, <laughs> Jags at the Chargers. Jags getting six and a half points. Totals at 47. Um, Herbert's playing. He's been practicing all week. I, I think he was actually a full participant today. I will check. Uh, go ahead. Tell me your thoughts on this game. This is a bit narrative-y, but I like the under 47 and a half. We saw the Jags defense look really good last week. Chargers defense, is, we know, is really good. They get after the quarterback. Um, they wreak havoc. I like, I like the under for a few reasons. Both defenses are really good. Um, and then the narrative angle here is Herbert's ribs. I mean, if the Chargers get up, or even if they don't get up, What's the reason to push the ball here and make Herbert take hits? I think we're going to see a fast clock, and I think they're going to run the ball, be very careful with Herbert. I think it's almost better that he's playing for the Thunder. Um, and we know the Chargers defense can stop him too. Maybe the Jags come out a little flat, and we just see the Chargers roll, and then we kind of get there that way. But I, I just think the Chargers are pretty careful with Herbert here. I think they'd be really dumb to not be careful especially against like a, a team like the Jaguars and you have such an easy stretch coming up. Why would you go out there and make crazy plays happening and then ma- make them take more hits? I'm going to stop you right there. Cause I disagree with that. I, th- I think you can, especially after a loss. Um, I think you can never take a, and arguably like they probably should have won that game last week. If we're being completely honest, there's, I mean, obviously, yeah, you, know, well, the pick six. you know, me, you got to play the game. Um, but I mean, I they, it felt like, you know, they had two Mahomes interceptions that were called back, right? Uh, one, but there were like three drops. Well, one was overturned. One because penalty, yeah. Okay. So, I – like the defense did their part. I want to lay it, but just like what you said, I'm worried that they kind of take their foot off the gas pedal a little bit early and it gives the Jags, um, you know, opportunity late. But the Chargers defense is so good. So, 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 so good. And I think that they can make life pretty difficult for Lawrence. Um, but I, the reason why I say I disagree with that is you just can't expect like a guaranteed win. And so you, especially like these games matter, especially early in the season. And I know there's something to like, oh, but you don't want to like out for an extended period of time. But like, I, I think that they wouldn't risk that if that makes sense. So like, he's going to play for a good reason. Do you know what I mean? Like they're not just going to be cautious to be cautious. Yeah. Well, 
I guess I was more so saying if they got a lead. I'm sure, like, if they oh, went down, they would yeah. let it eat. But yeah. once you get a lead, I feel like you almost sit on it. Like, you just don't take, like, risks that you don't need to take. We saw me as uber conservative week one, too, when they played the Raiders. The Raiders kind of played their way back into that one. So, who knows? But I'm willing to take a chance here. I, I like your underlook. I don't. I think the Jags might struggle. Maybe to score for a different bit. reasons. Yeah. yeah I, it's, maybe it's just. Yeah. I don't think the Jags score, and I just worry about the Chargers. You know, really put up a number. I guess that's where I'm going with this. Give the Jags defense some flowers too. They've been fighting. I mean, they just shut out a team. No, uh, I know they look really good. They didn't look that good week one, but they were like plus one and a half yards per play week one against the Commanders. Just goes back to the Commanders being terrible. Yeah, it's. So I'm a fan. I like it. It's a good angle. Uh, Packers at the Bucks. The line is a pick. Um, Packers are plus 100 or just about. Total is 42. Is either team going to score? Dude, I don't know. I think I'm crazy to say I want to play under 42 in a Brady Rodgers game, but both teams are just lacking weapons right now. I don't really have any interest on the side. I. It's really hard for me. I think the Bucs should probably be favored. I don't know why the Packers are taking as much money as they are. But I, just, I don't really want to take a money line here. I think this game is going to be very close. But who's going to make that play, and who has the receiver at the end of the game? No Mike Evans, Godwin, no. I mean, Brady's throwing like you and now. I. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's really bad. Well, he's throwing to Cole Beasley. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Humphreys. Who? Humphreys. No, it's a Scott, Scotty Miller. Oh, oh fuck. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's all I, you need to know. No, we, we just said uh, different names of the same person, and there was three of them. <laughs> uh, Julie, Julie Nettleman. Yeah. Oh, there's the fourth. Um, Wes Walker. Yeah, there you go. The, the, there's your starting five. Okay. I, a bunch of hard workers. And so there's no Akeem Hicks, which I think is kind of a big deal. For, I mean, the Bucks are still going to do well against the run. I just 42 feel super high to you. Uh, it's hard, it's impossible to say it's super high when you have these two guys throwing the ball, but yeah, I, I do want to bet this under. I'm just saying that because the Packers are also, I think they had four wide receivers, um, not participate in practice today. It was Watkins, Lazard, um, Randall Cobb, sit today, and Christian Watson. Randall Cobb. All Jeez. So I like <laughs> Romeo Dobbs, pick him up for fantasy. That's, I, yeah, I, that's I don't, crazy. I don't know who's catching the ball other than Dobbs, Tunyon, and, and Aaron Jones. AJ Dillon. That's two running backs to tight end and one wide receiver. I could, can't name another wide receiver on the Packers. And I like to think I follow football pretty closely. So it's bad it's bleak for both teams my angle outside the under here if either of these teams gets a plus one i think this is a great opportunity to tease i don't know how either team gets margin and total solo i think this stays within a touchdown both ways yeah i like that that's the correct look i feel like i was probably too slow in the packers actually i may have gotten a little teaser action down on this mm. let's see let's see let's see come on fingers crossed fingers crossed this is going to take a while to load um, so I'm going to introduce the next game because I have nothing else to say here. Are we good? Yep. All right. Next game is Falcons, Seahawks, then Rams, Cardinals. All right. Niners, Broncos, Sunday night. Broncos getting a point and a half at home. Total, they're plus 100 on the money line. Total is at 45. Thoughts here? 
Broncos a good tease, like uh, this I got might Packers, be what you pair I got up. Packers plus eight and a half. Wow, good tease. Thank you, thank you. Um, good tease, like here with the Broncos. I, I haven't been impressed whatsoever, but I don't think you can go from the Sunday line of Denver minus two to San Francisco minus one and a half. I don't think Jimmy G is worth three and a half points over Trey Lance, but I do think the Niners are better at this very moment. And Nathaniel Hackett has just been an, an abomination so far. I mean, everything, so bad. So every, bad. Every decision he makes, I think I would do the opposite thing. And like, sure, like he probably knows more football than me, but it's like the basic instinct things and like just like rudimentary things that 31 other people in the league would do. He's just not doing. So it, it makes it really hard for me, but this is another not very high total game. And it just makes that home dog so much more valuable, especially in prime time. I this is I think it's a pretty good pairing with it for another tease. That's that's about all I got. Okay. I encourage a like say someone in Nathaniel Hackett's position. I encourage just play Madden a little bit, like <laughs> with your son. Play Madden. You will be able to learn. It takes 45 minutes max, you know, 30 minutes max. I, I actually don't think I've played a game of Madden in probably like two or three years, but like I'm very confident I can handle late game scenarios better. And all you got to do is hit the back button, dude. You know, options if you're playing on PlayStation, it, they will call it, <laughs> it will call a timeout. I promise you. Um, or just, you know, make the T symbol in front of the referee. It's, and then last week too, I forget what it was, but. Dude, there were like three things. You'd get down on the other side of the field and you'd like, uh, you had like a one, like just horrible decision upon there was like a long field goal again. It, it's just like every time Denver got the ball and it, it's funny because I bet Austin's best bet of the over. So I was watching and I was paying attention. I needed about nine more field goals to get to the over, but I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to take a guess and say you didn't get nine more. It'd be a pretty good guess. <laughs> it was a tough game to watch, but there's just a lot of head scratching decisions. It makes it really hard. That's why I don't want to bet the money line. I just don't trust him. And the Broncos offense still does not look good. But I I know the Niners are good. And I just I think that game stays within seven. This is probably one of the weaker teaser legs, but that seven's really valuable. And I think the Broncos are probably pretty live, which is kind of an obvious thing to say, especially when they're catching one and a half points. But I don't have much. Okay. Let's take a look at the injury report because Jerry Judy and um, Pat Sertan did not practice Wednesday. Um, okay, good news. I take it back. All right. Randy Gregory, full participant. That's big time. Jerry Judy did not participate. Bad. Pat Sertan, limited participant. That's big time. Everyone, and that uh, they got it. This is a big list. Niners. Kittle limited. I imagine he plays. Eric Armstead did not. I don't okay. know, man. Kittle's just might never play again. Yeah, it's, he's sitting on the bench. Although, I, he played last week. No, Kittle did not play last week. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. I thought I saw him in. Um, I don't know. I just don't think that the Niners should be favored on the road right here. Yeah, I don't really understand the number. I'd tease it. I think the Broncos are outstanding tease. Like at some point, the offense has to be better. The defense is already showing that they can play. Um, and Jimmy G is also not a guy who gets crazy margin on the road. Niners play a lot of close games unless they're playing a bottom feeder. And Denver is definitely not a bottom feeder. 
And on top of all that, you know, Niners already have like a cluster running back injury, which means, and not, I mean, Kyle Shanahan and, could and make technically it. using a backup quarterback, even though the yeah. market upgraded them. Uh, I disagree with it's just they should have moved. It's Kyle Shanahan could make you or I look good playing running back back there, but I think that you no know, going on to your second, fourth, and fifth choices isn't necessarily a good sign. No. Um, so I, I do think there's cause for some worry there. So Broncos with a tease with Broncos Texans. I think that's, that's the move. Don't hate it. All right. Um, Cowboys plus one giants minus one. This is Monday night. Giants are home totals at 39. Is this the Cowboys getting too much respect? I really don't know. I'm ready. Uh, this is just such a befuddling game to me. I a lot of these spreads this week is just like I don't agree, but I don't have like a strong enough stance to bet it. This is one of those games. Yeah, Dallas is getting a lot of respect, but I think the Giants being two and is probably pretty lucky. Like last week, a long field goal win. Week one, they were down 14 nothing and a half. Touchdown late, go get the two pointer. Tennessee misses a field goal to win it. I just I don't think the Giants are very good still. And that Cowboys defense is legit. I just don't trust the Cowboys offense. I I don't know. I, I don't think I have a single play here. And it's a Monday night game, so I'm sure I'll find a way to bet it. But <laughs> uh yeah, for now I'm just staying away. So good news out of Dallas. Michael Gallup was a full participant in practice. Um oh wow, that's pretty big. So Danny, is- Noah Brown's not wide receiver one anymore then. Exactly. Well, I mean, <laughs> it looks it looks like CD is going to be bumped down to wide receiver three. Um, bad news is Dalton Schultz might not play this week. Um, I and this also we also might see uh, Kayvon Thibodeau make his debut this week. He was limited, but I would guess that they're going to wait until he's fully ready to go. However, um, I I'm not. Like Trevon Diggs didn't practice. Micah Parsons didn't practice. Be it a cold. Uh, Trevon Diggs is just personal. He's going to play. I I don't know. I I'm not going to give Cooper Rush this 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 respect in a primetime game. I just I'm, I'm, that's not something I'm going to do. Um, if I had to bet anything, it would be Giants. But I'm probably passing. I might just try and find a player prop to root for. Um, also, the Giants defense has been outstanding. Micah Parsons is so good. Not you said Giants defense and Michael Parsons. Okay, Cowboys defense. Not that that's news, but that Michael Parsons is good. But it's he just ruins every play. He made the, the Bengals O-line look like trash. So impressive. So, so impressive. Um, That's about it. That's all I got there, though. Um, yeah, nothing officially for me. Yeah. Uh, quick recap for Jimmy. Um, Chargers, Jags under 47 and a half, Texans plus three, Colts plus five and a half, and Bengals first half minus three with a best bet of Ravens minus two and a half. For Austin's best bet is Falcons at a pick. And for me, my best bet is Rams minus three and a half. Cha-ching. Um, Lions <laughs> plus six, Ravens minus two and a half. Um, I didn't talk about Cardinals team total, total under 23. I'm, I'm not going to bet that. Um, I have uh, my Broncos and Texans tees. 
Mahomes over two and a half touchdowns plus 106. Josh Allen over two and a half touchdowns plus 131. And the Eagles over 47. Sounds like a beat from you. Um, oh, oh, gas. Free money parlay time. Oh, yeah. We did not, we lost last week, but you know what? We hit we one week one. We hit week one. We are up, we're up uh, an 11 spot so far on the season. <laughs> um, one and one. All right, let's work this out right now. Um, Bengals Bengals first half is going in. Yeah. Eagles, commander's over, is in it. Okay. Uh, Let's get crazy. Let's put Texans money line. Okay. Okay. Make this one a pair. And then one more leg. Um, I'm good with Rams, Ravens, and anything else that you might bring up. Let's see here. Sorry, I'm, I'm trying to throw this all in there and see what, what's going to spit out. All right, we said Bengals first half. Mm-hmm. Um, we said Texans money line. Yep. Eagles over. Oh, why did the, why'd that drop? Oh, okay. Bengals. Minus three. Okay, and then was was this? Okay, so right now this is sitting at with these three. Oh, plus six seventy. I spit on that. Um, gotta get over ten. We need one more easily. Um, we could do Bucks, Packers under. How about that and the Rams money line? I like it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Packers Bucks under. With the Rams money line, so five legs. It's free money after all. Oh baby, uh, how about <laughs> how about a uh, twenty, a nice little twenty-two to one. Oh yeah, yeah. baby, give it to me. <laughs> Click. <laughs> I'm gonna place that right now when I get in my house. Let's go. Okay, so f- for a quick little recap, we're going Rams money line, which was minus one seventy-five. Eagles over forty-seven. Um, Bengals first half minus three. What was the what was the other ones right here? Oh, Packers under mm-hmm. forty two. And what am I missing? Oh, Texas money line, which yeah. was what? Why on why on earth as Chicago? I can't say that. Plus one twenty five. All right. Mm, yeah, they're Even better. You know what? After this hits, you know, take your lady or your man out for a nice dinner. Um, maybe you know, roll put it on, put it all on the Padres to win the World Series. Oh, don't do that. The Aztecs to win the national <laughs> don't throw champion. It away. Oh, don't, don't, that you uh, know what? Basketball, basketball, not football. Basketball, yeah, not football. The, the football team. You, I mean, that is literally lighting money on fire. Or hey, maybe if you eat, maybe if you got a good a good bone you in your what? body, maybe, Why don't maybe you just go ahead and put the Aztecs football money line against Toledo in there. No, they are not <laughs> winning that game. I know they're gonna lose again. Are they home dogs? So now? bad. We can talk Plus about three. that for college football. All righty. Time to sign off. James, I appreciate it. I'm glad you got home safe for the Sharp Side Podcast. Please follow us on Twitter at the Sharp Side Pod. Um, rate, review, and subscribe on Apple, on the Apple Store. Uh, I, we're on like Amazon Music, Stitcher. What was the one that that dude Greg would always uh, shout, us, shout us out Pocket at? Cast. Pocket Cast. That's right. Um, anywhere you listen, Spotify too. Anywhere you listen, we thank you. Um, share with a friend. So for one final time, 
Thank you guys for listening and let's go win some money. Good luck. <laughs>